Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. Good evening and welcome to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the national emergency of gun violence in America. I'm Kathy Marino Thomas. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Mary Ellen. <laughs> I'm Mary Ellen Novak, and uh, we're hosting together again this week, and Yay. I'm so excited. Yay. Uh, today's uh, show is entitled Get Rid of Your Guns. Before we dive into this week's show, I'd like to encourage you to become a WBAI buddy. Hey, wait a minute. What's a WBAI buddy? I'm so glad you asked, Mary Ellen. <laughs> a buddy is someone who keeps our unique volunteer-run radio show going by signing up to give a small donation every month. If everyone chips in a small amount, it helps keep the lights on at WBAI and allows us to bring you this fabulous radio fabulous. show every week. Just go to WBAI.org or call 516-620-3602 and become a buddy in the name of Radio Gag. If you give $50 or more, you'll receive an advanced copy of Grace Will Lead Us Home by Jennifer Berry Hawes about the Charleston Church Massacre and the hard, inspiring journey to forgiveness. I just read that book. It's it was fabulous. Excellent. Uh, if you give $25, you will get a fab set of gag <laughs> pins. So once again, just go to WBAI.org or 516-620-3602 and become a buddy in the name of Radio Gag. So each week, we start our meetings with an in memoriam to remind us why we do this work. Mary Ellen will present that this week. Thank you, Kathy. In 2013, in Lyons, Colorado, Barbara and Tim Watson experienced a brutal slaying of a very dear family member. Their pet miniature donkey named Caitlin died from a gunshot wound. Barbara and Tom, excuse me, Barbara and Tim brought Caitlin and her brother Tucker home when they were just six months old. For six years, the pair had never been apart. So when Tucker came up to Barbara one day without his sister Caitlin, she immediately knew something wasn't right. After searching the nine acres of pasture where the siblings grazed, Barbara found Caitlin's sad, lifeless body. Her pet donkey had suffered several gunshot wounds to her jaw and chest. The officer who responded to the scene suspected someone with a long-range, high-powered rifle stopped somewhere along a rural road and shot at the two miniature donkeys, who had probably, being curious and friendly, wandered closely to get a look at the strangers. I was in disbelief, Tim said. Who would shoot my donkey? They had toys, and there was a ball they would play soccer with and kick back and forth to each other. They were just beautiful little animals. After the owners found Caitlin, Tucker stood watch over his sister's body until his owners took her away. Barbara said that for days after the shooting, Tucker was in mourning. He would stand over the spot where his sister was found. He just stood there, Barbara said. He wouldn't eat for days. Because of the intense sadness, Barbara and Tim brought Tucker to a place where he could be around other donkeys. They shouldn't be alone, Barbara said. As for the mystery gunman, Barbara didn't believe the person would ever be caught. I have no hope for the shooter will be found, she said. You just have to learn to live with it. I just hope it never happens again. Wow, that's so, that's really powerful and so sad. Very sad. It doesn't matter if it's a human or an animal. It's a senseless killing. Yep. It's a senseless killing. So cruel. Yep. Ay, ay, ay. You are listening to Radio Gag on WBAI. Now moving to this week's news. Mary Ellen, take it away. Okay, here I go. <laughs> uh, I continue to be inspired by New Zealand, especially the Prime Minister Arden. Uh, 
you, everybody should remember that New Zealand experienced a mass shooting on March 15, 2019, and already they have completely overhauled their new gun laws. I read an article just this morning in the New Zealand Herald, because you know I'm a weekly subscriber. I'm just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that said, the bill, they said that the bill, uh, yeah, that the bill banning military-style uh, semi-automatics and assault rifles was back in front of Parliament. The government wants it to, to be a law this coming Friday. That's just a month after the shooting. Can you believe that? That was quick. It was amazing. Uh, there are just two exceptions <laughs> to the new law, one being the pest control on private and non-conservation land, and the second being guns that are heirlooms and mementos, but adjusted so the firearm is inoperable. That part must be stored separately. How sensible. Oh, my God, that's amazing. And they are really <laughs> quick. Now, let's talk about the flip side of that of quick action. That's the USA. We uh, take forever mm-hmm. with these things. We are mm-hmm. not quick by any means on this subject. <laughs> In spite of staunch opposition from the NRA, the House voted on and passed the Reauthorization Violence Against Women's Act. Good. With provisions that restrict gun ownership and expand protections for transgender victims. Woo-hoo. How great. Woo-hoo. The Violence Against Women's Act has been in effect for 25 years. The vote in favor was 263 to 158, with all Democrats voting yes. No Woo! surprise there. And most Republicans voting no. No surprise mm. there. But what is surprising is that 33 Republicans did vote in favor Yahoo. of the bill. I know. Shocking. Now <laughs> we'll move to the Senate, where, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it will likely die mm-hmm. because the NRA mm-hmm. controls the Senate. Yep. That's for sure. They're all A pluses. Yep. Uh, this year marks the 20th anniversary of the Columbine High School Massacre, which took place on April 20th, 1999. The Columbine shooting left 13 dead, 12 students, and a teacher. I'll never forget that day. Mm-mm. Let's remember their names. Casey Burnell, Stephen Robert Cornell, Corey DePoter, Kelly Fleming, Matt Ketchter, Daniel Mauser, Danny Raubau, Dave Sanders, Rachel Scott, Isaiah Scholes, John Tomlin, Lauren Townsend, and Kyle Velazquez. When that happened, we thought that was an isolated incident. We didn't realize it was going to be the start of an epidemic. Never imagined. Well, I'm going to completely outrage you now, Mayor Oh, please. Please do. (laughs) I need some outrage. Did you know that a group called One Nation, that's a that's a political party in Australia, mm-hmm. is seeking funding from our friends at the NRA. <laughs> They're not my friends. Uh, no, to interfere with other countries' gun laws. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really outrageous. Um, an Al Jazeera investigation uncovered the length that Australia's One Nation Party will go to to overturn restrictive mm-hmm. gun laws. It's nice to know in a way that it happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. They attempted to obtain funding from the NRA mm-hmm. <laughs> using an undercover reporter posing as the head of a fictional Australian gun lobby. Al Jazeera secretly filmed James Ashby and Steve Dixon from One Nation meeting with NRA officials in Washington, D.C. in 2018. Unbelievable. Good. The Australian government introduced a law prohibiting foreign political donations Right after that, in November, 10 weeks after Dickinson and Ashby's meeting. Another Mm -hmm. quick response. Australia's Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, tweeted, reports that senior One Nation officials courted foreign political donations from the U.S. gun lobby to influence our election and undermine our gun laws that keep us safe are deeply concerning. Yeah. (laughs) That's just what our president would have said. (laughs) 
Huge. Huge loss. It's huge. huge. We're make huge changes. Okay. Back to business. Uh, tonight's show features a couple of different ways people can get rid of their guns. One way is a process many may already be familiar with, and that's the gun buyback program for pre- pr- privately owned firearms. Uh, the goal of the buyback program is to reduce the number of firearms owned by civilians and provide a process whereby people can sell their guns without risk of prosecution. In most cases, the people who purchase the guns are local police. And again, this is a process without risk of prosecution. We recently sat down with Senator Robert Jackson, who presides over District District 31 in New York City. This is my district, and I'm so very happy to be a constituent of his. He has... Uh, over the years, Senator Jackson has sponsored buyback programs and advocated for stronger state and federal gun law reform legislation. As a member of the city council, uh, when we in uh, the city of New York with either the DA's office or, or NYPD, we had gun buyback programs. And so um, I would advertise that and encourage people to uh, come and give their guns and the guns buyback. And I've said publicly uh, on the radio that if in fact you have a gun and you don't want to for whatever reason to bring it into the gun buyback program, then give me a call. I would come and get it and turn it in and give you the money. Uh, One of my dads, uh, we uh, when this gun back by program, and it's been several of them, uh, we actually took one of his guns into the 30th precinct. Um, and then we had to go, I think, to the 26th precinct to get the, the voucher or uh, the uh, debit card. And then, uh, so that was a good thing because it got a gun out of his home. And then later on he told me that he had another gun and he had taken it in, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yes. Because Jackie Roy Adams says every gun off the street saves a life. Yep. And, and I truly believe that. And Jackie Roy Adams is the founder or co-founder of a group called Harlem Mother Save. And Harlem Mother Save is a group of mothers who had uh, the unfortunate experience of having their children killed Uh, and so they formed a group uh, in order to help those grieving parents and family members who lost their children due to gun violence. If you want to help get rid of guns and and being active in the the gun um, removal or the whatever it is to keep our population safe, is to join a group that is working to make our city and state safer by, one, trying to limit the number of people that could own uh, either handgun or rifles, and to make sure that they are, one, receive proper training, number two, to make sure that those weapons are secured in a, in a safe place out of the hands of other individuals in their family. Many children and uh, people that have been killed have been young kids playing with their family members' guns. By mistake, of course. 
because they watch TV and the influence and they, you know, they want to hold it and what have you. And all of a sudden, accidentally, it goes off and hurts and kills somebody. Um, and when that happens, so many families surrounding that individual family and the other person, whether it's the same family or not, their lives are changed forever as a result of that. Forever. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. I just love him. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to look at an unconventional way gun owners decide to get rid of their guns. <laughs> You're going to love this guy. <laughs> Immediately after the Parkland Massacre, Scott Parpolato decided to chop up his AR-15. Chop it. Chop it up. He told his wife he was going to do it, but she didn't believe him because Scott owned that gun for 30 years and he really loved it. I don't know personally how you could love a gun, but okay. Mm -hmm. He did it. He recorded the destruction of his AR-15 and publicized it on social media. Go, Scott. So uh, we asked Scott to share his experience and also what he's been up to since because, I mean, that's hard to top. So here's Scott. As far as me getting rid of my AR-15, there was a... Uh, I was contemplating that decision for, for about a year. Um, I was going to sell it but I was afraid of where that firearm would end up. And I was afraid that one day I would get a phone call saying, you sold so-and-so this weapon and it was used to do this. So that's what was preventing me from selling it. And um, I was afraid at a weak moment I would sell it. Um, so I decided to, to prevent that by destroying it. My first word of advice is do not follow my lead. Um, by cutting my, my AR-15 the way I did, I broke the law and I created an illegal weapon. Um, but what I didn't show in the video is I, I destroyed it further. Um, I, just, I just cut the barrel of it on the video because it was quick and easy to do. Um, and then I turned it over to the police. Um, but all the negative people, all the people that were against what I did reported me to ATF. I had ATF come to my house. Um, so definitely do not cut up your firearm. Um, there are ways you can do it. There's specific instructions on the ATF website, but my recommendation is to call your police department and ahead of time, because you don't want to walk into a police station with a firearm. Um, make arrangements and bring it there or do it, uh, turn it into a buyback program. Um, what I would make sure of beforehand is that that police department destroys the firearms and not, you know, they don't get redistributed somewhere. So I would go through those kind of means. I mean, a buyback programs are great. You get a couple bucks and you get rid of a, a firearm that you didn't want. After my video went viral and I was starting to educate myself about gun violence and I started looking at the names of all the school shooting victims from Columbine to present and I started I, I started to write their names down and then I acquired a list and I wrote um, how they were killed and where they were killed and a little bio on each one and I decided I was going to make a little sign with each one of their names and um, I think it was the Washington Square uh, school walkout I attended and that's actually the first time I've ever saw the human beings um, from GAG. They had, I think, three or four of them there. 
and I happened to have the signs with me, and I gave them out to the kids. And just seeing the sheer numbers, you know, in one spot like that, it was it, it was so impactful. And I decided I wanted to do something with it. I wanted to bring the numbers that we hear on the news every day to a visual, a visual impact, and, and very similar to what you do with the human beings, because we hear horrible numbers like 50 people in New Zealand, but until you have 50 people standing in front of you, you know, it, it really doesn't click until you see it. So I decided that I wanted to make a video to pay tribute to each of the school shooting victims. And my plan is to do a video a month bringing a different aspect of gun violence. If, if it's domestic abuse or, or um, the transgender community or how uh, dispro disproportionately uh, black youth are, are killed with guns over white youth. Um, so I want to bring the visual to it so people can, because if you see it, I think it impacts you more. I'm still a firearm owner, um, and I, I think I'll always be. I, I enjoy target shooting. I'm not a hunter. Um, I've never bought any of my firearms for home protection. I just enjoy target shooting, and I will continue to, but I didn't need a semi-automatic AR-15 to do that. I wouldn't say I'm against the, the, the weapon itself, um, because, and I'll tell you why. If you look under the SAFE Act and you look on New York State's website, you see the characteristics that make up an assault weapon. And most of them are cosmetic, if you will. It doesn't change what comes out of the barrel. So my big thing is we need to change capacity. We have to make high-capacity magazines illegal, and, and someone can always do horrible things with any firearm. But if we limit their ability on what they could do, I think that's the biggest step we could take. Go. After. Oh, it's me. After. Oh. <laughs> Stop. After the video was distributed via social media, some of Scott's friends said that they liked the video. But then it started to really take off. And by the next morning, he got about he got 7,000 views. Wow. He admitted that he was a little freaked out and wanted to crawl under a rock. But he said about 95% of the responses from around the world were very positive And the rest were just hate and that threats. But overwhelmingly, it was positive. You did pretty good if you only had 5% hate and threats. We get far more than that on everything we post. On the subway. So. Yeah, on the subway. <laughs> exactly. So, buyback programs sound pretty good. Like, what could be negative about a buyback program? Well, people say that it's a publicity stunt or uh, it's just to garner some PR. But... Uh, you're right. There aren't as many. It's not as uh, effective as far as some of the other legislation that uh, that's out there. And there's so many guns out there. People are like, why even bother? But I think Senator Jackson said it. As long as you get one gun off the street, that's still progress. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like a really good idea. I mean, they're giving you some money for the gun, you know. Yeah. All that. So that sounds like a really, really good thing. You know, Scott was talking about HBs and gags HBs. And I just want to make sure that our... Viewers, uh, oh, viewers, 
that if only uh, <laughs> if our listeners if our listeners know, know what an HB is. So an HB stands for human being, and it's one of Gag's campaigns. People all dressed in white, and they wear a veil, and they carry a placard um, that represents someone who's we've lost to gun violence, and they sort of stand in place for that person and hold space to remember that person's life. Um, it's very impactful and very empowering. We're actually having an event on Sunday, um, our monthly HB silent protest. Um, and like we could talk about that when we give our uh, ending what's Where, going when Mary on. Ellen yeah, finds when Mary Ellen spot. finds the spot to talk about that. Yes. I got it. I got yes. it. So but if, <laughs> all right. Wait, I got it. Gag is our monthly HB silent protest is coming Sunday, 1 p.m. at St. Patrick's Cathedral. So this month we will honor religious people who were killed with a gun. Uh, for more information and to participate, please visit our website, Facebook, and other social media. Yeah, I think we'll be out there around 1230, 1 o'clock. So, but if you're in New York, we meet every Thursday at 7 p. Uh, every other Thursday. Uh, I'm just making I'm myself crazy. I'm not the only crazy. one messing up tonight. I know. It's you, too. <laughs> if you're in New York, we meet every other Thursday at 7 p.m. at the LGBT Center on West 13th Street in Manhattan. And it happens to be the week of our meeting. Yay. Our meeting is this Thursday, April 11th. We'll be planning great actions of and course. protests. Everybody's welcome. We look forward to meeting you. And we'll, I'll save you a seat if you come. You have to sit next to this lady. She's a lot of fun. Uh, get involved by following us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Gag No Guns. On Insta and Facebook, we're Gays Against Guns NY. Like, share, watch, retweet, p- repost. Help us spread the word, y'all. Uh, to find out more about having a fabulous time with us, please go to gaysagainstguns.net. You can also learn about more of our gag chapters located nationwide, such as LA, DC, Chicago, San Francisco, and how to fund your own, how to found your own uh, chapter. You know, we really do make protest fun. As a reminder, another way to get involved is by becoming a WBAI buddy. Visit WBAI.org or call 516-620-3602. Help Radio Gag support the great work of this station. It's my favorite time You know time what? It's my favorite time, too. Show. I love it. I love it. It's time for hell yes. <laughs> Mary Ellen, uh, I'd like to hell yeah for I'd like to hell yeah for co-hosting this radio show with you. Right back here, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> um and and uh special yeah, you thanks. said that. Uh special, special thanks. thanks. Special thanks to Paul Rowley for hey, all Paul. his amazing things that he does for Gag, from creating videos, posters, and ads for our actions to the amazing documentary he's filming with about gays against guns work. So hell, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> hell yeah for all the people who have been HBs. Um <laughs> and for all the people that have heard us tonight and will be HBs. And what's an HB? It's a person all dressed in white veiled who carries a placard to remember someone from gun violence i know i said that before but i just want to make sure that you can understand how cool and fabulous it is to be an hb please go to gazeagainstguns.net for more information about how you too can help us to stand and hold space for people killed in gun violence so hell, hell yeah, yeah for all people who've been and will be 
human beings. You know, and I also have to say hell yeah for uh, our friend Reggie, who helps and puts up with us, yes, and also does. Linda at WBAI. So they're just fantastic. So and once again, you could be a WBAI, WBAI buddy. buddy. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and get that book. Uh, it's just fantastic. So hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah for Linda, and hell yeah for hell Reggie. Yeah. Uh, so, hmm. Uh, <laughs> so Mary Ellen, how's life? No, I'm kidding. Um, we also, we have a lot of stuff coming up at gag. I hope that you guys want to get involved with us. We make protests fun. We went down to, Oh, we oh, almost we forgot. Down. Yep. We went down to Washington and we were part of the, um, first, Mm-hmm. Uh, hearing on gun violence and gun legislation held was, in a really, really, yeah, really long more time. More of a farce. And we got to see that slimeball Ted Cruz mm-hmm. in person. We My got buddy. to chase Lindsey Graham down the <laughs> <Yes>. hallway. <laughs> that was so fabulous. <laughs> I, he's just slimier in person. They all are. But we also heard the great, uh, the great testimony of Cory Booker. He was really fantastic. Yeah. Really, really great. He stood up and he was terrific. Yeah. All right, so thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back next week, uh, next Tuesday, April 16th at 6.30. You and I won't be back. No, we won't. Gag will be back. Yeah. Uh, You can listen to previous radio gag uh, shows anytime on WBAI website, gazeagainstguns.net, and now on Stitcher and iTunes. So we'll leave you with, as we always do, with a song from our sister singing queer tet, Sing Out Louise. So goodbye. Goodbye. Building the wall between churches and Congress, making a choice between rightness and wrongness, taking down tyrants who act like they're kings. These are a few of our favorite things. The right to gather and the First Amendment, choices I'd rather and thoughts independent, getting a lawyer when I'm in a fight. These are a few of my favorite rights. When the laws bend, when the feds cheat, and I'm feeling mad, I simply remember the Constitution, and then I don't feel so bad. Marching around when I'm angry with Congress, shouting them down to make them keep their promise, Going to school feeling safe day and night. These are a few of my favorite rides. When the news sucks, when the jerks win, and I'm feeling mad. I simply remember the Constitution, and then I don't feel...